Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about pacing yourself so you don't get burned out. Now, this conversation came between me and a friend yesterday, so Ann and I are messaging back and forth, and she's a great encouragement for me, as she was, you know, giving me some words of wisdom about making sure, you know, that we don't think that we have to do everything all at once because we can do things one step at a time, amen, right? So, to talk about that today, that kind of stayed with me on my heart, and I reflected about my calendar, my schedule, all of the things that I'm trying to accomplish and do, and I realized I've been talking about strategic planning, but we also have to do this type of planning in our own lives so we don't overwhelm ourselves and get extremely tired. And so I want to share with you um, some tips that have worked for me and how I'm helping someone else who's getting overwhelmed and some of the advice that I gave her yesterday. So this week on my calendar, I knew that I had a lot going on. You guys know that I homeschool, so I have to really plan what's happening during my day to when, like, when I get home at 3 o'clock, you know, I also need my rest time. I have to kind of, because I'm so introverted, it takes a lot of energy out of me throughout the day because I'm so social at work. I'm constantly working, working, working with all kinds of issues all day. So I crash when I get home. So I have to give myself a little nap time. Then I'm trying to work on something in a really quick short burst. Then I'm having to cook supper unless... Um, my oldest is doing crock pot duty or he's cooking or my husband might take a night. But, you know, we've got all of this. And then, at, you know, by 7 o'clock, I'm up homeschooling until 1030. And so you're like, wow, like, come on, Jim, where, where are you at with this, you know, life? How are you maintaining and keeping up with things? Well, it's really maintaining that calendar and knowing what your responsibilities are and being able to prioritize them. Because guys, I could get lost in the shuffle. I remember in high school, my mama loved Alabama and I did too, oh my gosh, going to play that mountain music, close enough to perfect. I can call out those Alabama songs from those old 1980s uh, soundtracks. I could probably sing them word for word. Um, Angels Among Us. Y'all know that Alabama group? Well, if you don't, you need to go back and listen to some of that country because that's what I was raised up on. And we were at them concerts. Well, they made a song, I'm in a hurry to get things done. And my mom would pick at me when I was in high school. And she got me an agenda, like one of the old timies and calendars. And she would actually have to sit down with me and, and help me because oftentimes I would double book myself even in high school. Because, yes, I was busy even then. I was 
busy doing volunteer work and playing a sport. Yes, I played tennis, loved it. And then, you know, I was a student and I was trying my best to get that scholarship. I'll tell y'all that story one day. Um, and so my mom, even back then, she had to try to teach me calendar use. And then when I became an adult, I fell away from the calendar for a while. But with this life that I'm living for the past year, the calendar is instrumental in my organization. So this week I've had a lot going on. And the Q&A, I thought of that idea to try to combat the, the pressure that I receive when I'm having to prep for the podcast. The only episode that I ever prep for is when I'm going to have a special guest author or I'm about to do a, an interview because I really want to pray over that, study, read their material, make sure that I'm on their social media sites and, you know, checking out what they're up to. So that way, the information that hopefully I'm receiving and, and being able to share back, it could be valuable to some of you that are listening as authors and readers too. So I do put a lot of time and prep work into the interviews. So I knew that a lot was going to be happening this week. And God even knew more things were going to be happening. And I want to tell you about how I think it's important that we sometimes maybe give ourselves a week where we may not be up and, you know, doing as much. Because here's what's happened with me. I'm triple reading right now, even though it's not homeschool I mean even though it's not for the podcast for homeschool in my son's middle grades experience we're reading Nixia by Scott Rankin I read that two years ago maybe it was the end of spring last year I'm whenever it came out I read it um he's a North Carolina author I love his book it's a sci-fi middle grades and we were having a difficult time trying to decide Sam just was pretty much hugging all the books and I put them all around him and we sat on the floor and went through each one and I pitched each one and um, ultimately he chose Nixia after The Hobbit. So I'm reading Nixia. We're reading Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury at school and then I'm reading Common Sense by Thomas Paine with my oldest son for political science. We're reading that together and so here I am, triple reading this week, and there is no podcast other than the Q&A tonight. And then, of course, I'm still, you know, planning for events at work, so we're having big literacy events this yesterday. Um, today, I'm planning for the big one next week. I'm going to this reading conference for a few days next week, so that means that I've got to make sure I have everything in place before I do that. Um, so, also this week, I got a call from a friend, and she really needed me to help her. Now, that's where I know God was in this week, because something told me not to schedule a podcast interview. You know, when I send out my flyers, my promotional flyers that say I'm taking interviews, I'm booked all the way up till the first week of June. But there were two weeks that the Lord, when I was scheduling, I just kept moving myself from the weeks. And it was this week, and it's the week of spring break. There's a reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just a devote 
all of that time to my kids um, and take some downtime of vacation. I don't know um, why, but there's something during that week that the Lord was like, no, no interviews that week. So maybe that's another rest week for me. But with the triple reading this week, with the events at work, which are very tiring, and then my friend calls, I'm like, oh, thanks, God. You knew that this was going to be the week. So as you know, I have uh, my Monarch Educational Services, and I've told y'all that I'm not the best at marketing that for my life coaching. I'm a coach, and I'm a certified coach, but... You know, you see all of these, take these classes to be a better coach and to pull in clients and this and that. And yes, I have the butterflies on my car. And yes, you know, I tell people, but I've not made the clients that way. But this year, something magical has happened. The freelance work has come out of that business. And maybe that's exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So I have a contract, a freelance contract that's up April 2nd, which is my mom's birthday. Um, so I want to work on everything on Saturday, get all of that turned in. Anytime I'm going to have a contract, I want to make sure that I have it completed a couple of days earlier. Well, my mother-in-law's birthday celebration is on Saturday. So, and UFC is Saturday night. So I'm going to, I've already put in my calendar that I have to get up super early on Saturday so I can get my freelance work done before the day even starts. So we're talking a five o'clock rise on Saturday. So that contract is due on April 2nd, getting that one done. I have another freelance contract that the client is ready. Everything is pretty much done. I'm just waiting on one final piece. Hopefully today I will get that help to help. And then after that, I'll have that to put together and send as a final uh, proof copy. And so that educational guide will be checked off, which I'm very pleased with. I'm 100% standing behind that. I think it is some excellent work that anybody would be able to benefit from that if they're in the educational system. Or I wouldn't want my name on it. I mean, I take pride in the things that I do, and, and I want to make sure that it can be of a service to someone, and I really believe that this is. And even though it's not uh, a Christian educational resource, it is a serving educational resource, which in itself is um, filled with Christian elements. But it's for the public school, so um, it's not worded in that way. But it's intentionally built to be able to teach children to have a heart of compassion, a heart of service, and just the ability to be able to understand and problem-solve and work cooperatively together to solve problems and challenges, social challenges, classroom challenges. So I'm praying, been praying over that book. I pray so hard over that book that whatever educator does pick up this guide uh, for my client that they're inspired and their children are inspired and, and students grow and see to planet. So that freelance is going to be closed out this week. So I have these two things going on. I have the Q&A tonight. Um, my son also wants to do the Hobbit review today. So we're going to hopefully do that as soon as I get home from school. We might even do that on my drive home today um, because we have not done the, um, 
the Sam and Jen back and forth exchange about the books that we're reading. If you have not listened to my baby, oh my gosh, you can go back and search the episodes if you see um, Sam's name there. You know, that's my little one, and we're talking books. And I just love to hear him talk books. So, that that's another one that's going on. So, yes, I am interviewing somebody. I'm interviewing my child. <laughs> so, that does count. I got to put Sam on my calendar today. I am going to do it. And I'm going to uh, take a picture and show it to him. I'm like, you're on my official calendar for today at 3.30. <laughs> I think he's going to like that. He thinks I'm corny anyway. Might as well have him roll his eyes one more time at, at my corniness. No, nah, they don't roll their eyes. They're the most respectful children ever. So, let's see. Now that this week has, is going along, I'm still researching. I'm still, you know, reading blogs as quick as I can and finding something else to add on the Pinterest board. You know, I was doing that last night. But then I get this text where a friend needs help. Now, dissertation services are a part of my freelance work, but when my friend is messaging me and she is in a quandary, there is no way I'm going to leave her high and dry and hanging out on the clothesline. So, I'm just going to let you guys know that, you know, I'll do what I can for my friends. And I met Miss Gwen, oh, wow, the first residency ever. And we just magically connected. It was just divine it was an appointment by God to bring to me a sister in Christ that was going to be a prayer warrior for me. I would be a prayer warrior for her. And we need that support no matter where we go. And that's what I tell you. Support systems, building yourself a, a base, a tribe, a support system around you is invaluable. You just don't know. Like, I love Anne. If you have not went on her blog, Anne writes inspiration. You can find her on Twitter. Um, Anne was on the episodes with me. You can go back. She wrote Intervision and a Journey of Faith, uh, Journey to Faith. You need to just check in on Anne because she is a great support system. But but Miss Gwen is in dissertation work. She's not a she's an author because her name is going to be on this published ProQuest dissertation. But um, she's been struggling and has a lot going on. And so from our first residency. To the Lord putting us back together, it's like a trio. Um, to our second residency, and now here we are, and she needs my help, and I need to go through her review with her. Um, you guys might not know this, but I'm a content expert too, so I'm on a, a dissertation committee where I'm working with um, a military dissertation right now. And so my dad served 21 years in the military. I have so many military family members my husband was in the army so anytime that um, I have an opportunity to support the military hands down the answer you know I'm gonna try my best yes yes and so when I was offered this content expert position no matter what I had going on in my life I knew that I needed to do that and it wasn't just for a career advancement you know sure it's good I could put that on my resume but if you're talking about military and spirituality, you're talking about my jam. So let's just say that I'm on this committee. And so I'm also, you know, doing that work on the side, but I can help her too. So I'm going to be now adding a new reading to my week. And God knew it. 
So I'm going to be, you know, checking in and, and looking at the comments that she was given and just giving her advice and, and just seeing what I see and giving her suggestions and tips for each one of her comments. We'll do track changes that way on a separate uh, save document. So that way my comments are just, you know, my slang to her, <laughs> letting her know, hey, have you considered this? Well, maybe this is a paraphrase of what this reviewer is trying to say. Um, and so we're going to go through that together within the next week. So that has been added to my calendar, which is me being of service to another sister in Christ, which the Lord would want me to do. So when you're looking at your calendar, there's choices that you can make. You can say, ah, there's so much going on. I can't handle it all. What's happening? Now, you heard me list out everything I've got, too, plus social engagements. You know, my mother-in-law's um, birthday celebration with 30-plus um, people, which is a very uh, loud Puerto Rican party. Let me tell you that. It's very exciting, and I get extremely tired under those circumstances. <laughs> um so I've, I've talked about, oh, and the reading conference all day Sunday. So I'm going to actually miss church on Sunday. I'm going to have to watch the recordings from the church and catch up. So, you know, we got so much, you know, that can happen in our life. So we can take it two routes. We can say, thank you, God. Or, you know, God, remove these things off of my plate because these are not things that are going to help me grow and improve and advance. Well, that's not going to be my way because I believe that every opportunity that we have, it can teach us something. We can walk away learning something from it. We just have to strategically plan and sometimes depend, you know, upon that calendar to look at it and maybe give ourselves a break here or there. So that way we can have some downtime, that we can understand that all of this is not just, I'm in a hurry to get things done. And like Ann told me yesterday, you know, we don't have to do this all at once. We can take it one step at a time. She's completely right. That's why I told you it's good to surround yourself by, by people that are, you know, strong Christian women and men of faith who can help pour into you when you need it as well. Because we all need that pouring into so I had this great conversation with my friend yesterday and it was so nice to hear her voice and just talk to her about everything that was going on. And we talked through, you know, the, the game plan. And at the end of the conversation, here's what I left her with. And I want to leave this with all of you. Because sometimes when you go through edits and when you go through revisions, you can get discouraged, especially if you have somebody that's giving you feedback. Now, I had an AQR reviewer from New York University who was widely published, many feminist articles, and she was an expert in her field. And every page of my dissertation, and I'm not going to say every, I will say every page, that's what it felt like, okay? <laughs> it felt like every single page of my dissertation, there was a comment. And it wasn't necessarily written in a southern kindness, sweetheart, work this, baby, did you think of that? Honey, child, let's fix this and have you considered that? It was more of that straightforward, no nonsense, do this, do that. I can't believe you didn't know this. Uh, <laughs> and so I had to change my mindset because I was going to cry at every page 
And this is what I told my friend. When you get an edit back, first, thank the Lord for that person, that editor, that beta reader, that friend, whoever it is that's reading for you. Thank the Lord for them. Thank the Lord for giving them eyes to see things that you missed. Thank the Lord for giving them the insight and the wisdom to be able to guide you on a better path to a better product. Now for us, when we're going through dissertation work, when you are getting on these committees and they're instructing you what to do, it's not that you can go back and forth with them and going, hee-haw, hee-haw, I'm going to be the bolder one here. This is my work, you know, and I'm going to just, I mean, yes, you can say back, well, this is what we've worked out with my methodologist. These are my reasons why A, B, and C. Um, have your methodologist kind of stamp on that. Um, and then, who knows, the AQR reviewer, they might pop it right back again and say, no, I still disagree. And in order for you to move forward, you need to do what I say. <laughs> so then you got to make those choices, right? So guess what my methodologist and I made? We made the choice of, okay, let's get through this. Even though he didn't feel 100%, um, he said, this is fine. It doesn't change the integrity of the work. It's fine. If she wants to call it this, let's call it that, and we'll go on about our day. You're going to get your data. You're going to do it right. We're going to be there for you. So we just got to get through this thing. And oftentimes, you know, when we have to face challenges with editing and revis revisions, even from that initial holding it in your hand and looking down at your manuscript or looking at it on that screen and seeing all the colors and seeing all the track changes you can want to cry you, but don't look at it as an opportunity to always improve and better yourself so here's what i want to challenge you to do with each page now i'm talking about this can be a metaphor for our life as well with each page walk into that day that page thanking the Lord first thank you God for whatever has been given to me on this page because I know that it's going to be for your glory all of this work is for you thank you for my editor thank you for my reviewer and then when you look at those changes something happens it's almost like Maybe it's, it knocks down your pride. Maybe it knocks down your fear. Maybe it knocks down your self-doubt. Whatever it is that's attached to this work, then it becomes the let's get this done mentality. Let's do this mentality. That internal energy starts to just swirl and motivate and move. And it starts with a place of gratitude. Now, I'm saying that this has worked for me so many times in the past. Not only did it work through 300 pages of a dissertation, but it worked through my Sweet Potato Jones edits. I use the same type of strategy, and it works, my dear friends. It works. And so yesterday, when I left these parting words with my friend, I was like, I haven't told you guys that strategy that I use to help me get through what other people would say tough edits. 
what other people would say, impossible mountains. When I say all things are impossible through Christ, thank you, Ann, too, for giving us that verse the other day because I needed that, giving me that verse. I needed it. And then with each page and with each new day, starting it with gratitude. So what are you grateful for today that's on your calendar? You know, I can choose to be overwhelmed at the meetings and the mentoring that I have today. And then the homeschool. And then, you know, Solomon has a book report and a final research paper for his second English in college that's due. So he has a seven-page research paper that he's got to write, and I have to help coach him through that so he doesn't get to him to a like a block like oh gosh mama I don't know how to do this next part and so I'll give him words of encouragement I'll say well go ahead and write your topics in it sweetheart and think about what this whole paragraph is and so I have to be there to kind of guide him until he becomes completely solid on doing that APEPE format that we teach in high school so he's still 11th grade so he's still learning how to do all of this and he's in this college class and so I, I don't, you know, do the work for him. I'm there as an encouragement for him. So I know that I have all of that to do for this week. And so what do I do? Do I say, God, I just have to stop. I, I can't go on. I can't go any further with this. I have to take this off. I'm just going to have to go back against my freelance contracts. No, I'm going to know I'm going to push through. I know I'm going to hold to my commitments the best that I can, Lord willing, if I'm given another day. So I'm just thankful that I got the contract. Y'all, I'm blessed that I got two contracts. This is my, well, now my third contract. I've, I've got to finish this one up by April 2nd. This will be my third contract for the year. Whereas last year, I had no freelance work. This year, I've already had three three big contracts since January. That is amazing for my business. That's going to help me in September because I have not turned any bit of that money around. That money is still sitting in the business account because I know that there's something that God is, is holding me to that money waiting. I'm waiting. And then I know when the time comes, it's going to be revealed to me. I've got my list, though. Y'all remember, keep a list on the side of things that you feel like you'll need. Now, since yesterday, me and Ann, um, and if you listen to the podcast yesterday, we've got t-shirts, right? we got that on our list of things to consider. And then guess what? I'm on Facebook last night. And one of my other author friends, she takes a picture of her husband lounging on his chair. She was like, I love it when my husband supports my work. And she has her husband wearing a black t-shirt with her book cover on the front of it. Hilarious. I love it. I said, look at there. Another reference to a t-shirt just today. Like, seriously, guys? Like, that's another way of God saying, uh... You haven't written that on your uh, calendar to-do list yet. Why not? So, yes, Lord, I guess I need to put that on my list of possibilities, right? So, all I'm telling you is that no matter what's going on, 
be thankful to the Lord. Don't look at it as, oh, woe is me. Here's another thing. Because it could be the complete opposite. We could be so not busy. <laughs> Gosh. Sam said, Mama, isn't your life boring? Doing the same thing day and day. I'm like, what part of my life does he not see? <laughs> I'm like, baby, no. I can't even remember. The last time I used the words bored, I'm bored in the sentence. I'm always always even when i'm not working i'm still working my brain is still churning i told you guys if you listen to have yourself a hobby i think the only time that i truly relax maybe is when i'm singing or when i'm in ufc mode um, and i'm so thankful for both of those as well thankful for um having the ability to sing in my old age and for lord giving me that gift and then bringing MMA into our lives. And by the way, my son, he got two um, two stripes on his belt, on his blue belt last night for jujitsu. I'm so proud of him. And he actually let me take his picture and put it on my Facebook, which my son usually doesn't like me to do. That's how proud he was. I made him blueberry muffins last night for his blue belt advancement. So I tell you, you know, life continues to move we can either complain and we can grumble about it we can be strategic planners give ourselves some spaces in our calendar and if the lord gives you this nudging no like for me it was no interviews this week there was a reason god was protecting my time he was giving me protected time in order for me to do all of this other stuff to help my friend and he knew that that was going to come and as soon as I saw the email, not email, as soon as I saw the text, and the text from my friend Gwen was, hey, Jen, I'm hoping you'll be able to help me this week. I was like, oh, yeah. See? No podcast interview. Look at this. See how God works? And so that's where I want to tell you to just let the Holy Spirit guide you in all aspects of your life. And you can't go wrong. And you will somehow have this renewal of your spirit day in and day out that will allow you to take care of your business. I think about the disciples and I think about Paul and I think about all of the challenges that they faced in the early church. And they had to keep pushing and keep moving forward in such difficult days, a survival mode. And when I read their words that they left behind, I hear the hope and the encouragement and the power of the Holy Spirit. And I know that that is alive today just as it was alive in the hearts of men then. And it is alive within me. And I am not boasting of myself because when I am weak, then that is when the Lord can step in and it, it's like a taking over. So if we get discouraged, if we get tired, if we get weak in our physical bodies, if we get weak in mind, if our hearts are heavy, ask the Lord, call upon the name of Jesus. And he'll come in and he'll get you through your day. He'll get you through your page. 
Surround yourself by a strong support system. And I'm praying for you guys. All of you listeners, y'all just don't know. I'm praying for y'all every day. I pray before the podcast starts for the Lord to give me the words that I need to say. So somebody out there in podcast land can hear whatever it is that's meant to be heard. And I hope that you're praying for me too. You can say, hey, that, that Jen lady, she's got a lot going on. She's dealing with a lot of stuff that even you guys don't know about. The Lord knows. And with the Lord's strength, I'm pushing through every page, every day. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.